What is good, everyone? It is Bobby Daytona, back at it with another episode, this time with the help of none other. I mean, listen, we talking about practice. Right, with the help of none other than the absolutely legendary Allen Iverson. We talking about practice, man. And that is exactly what it is that we are going to be rehearsing today. But even more so, how we go about practicing deliberate practice. Practice? Yes, sir. So guys, tune in this week, check it out, and let's go. Alright guys, so why do I bring up this idea of deliberate practice? And what would be the difference between deliberate practice versus just practice practice? And is there even a difference? You know, the, the really easy answer right off the cuff is yes. There is a huge difference between deliberate practice and just practice. And when we're just practicing, that means that we're going through the motions per se, and we're doing what we've done before, so we're doing the repetition once more, but the biggest difference between practice and deliberate practice is our attainment of what I would call perfection. And even more so than this, when we are doing deliberate practice, what we are quite literally trying to do is improve on every single rep. Quite literally, what we're doing with deliberate practice is we are trying to self-analyze in each and every single moment how it is that we're coming across you know, with our sport, with our profession, with how we're interacting in our relation. And we're trying to figure out what would be the absolute best way to do this. What way of doing this would yield the optimal result? And guys, this is one of these things that I learned after years in the gym. And I say this because I spent years in the gym and I never figured it out. And I never figured it out until about three days before I walked out of the gym. And this is what it is. There are certain people that, you know, you go into the gym and the gym is going to be your life. So think about this here. You know, you're going in and you have the eight to five or you're getting your eight to 12 reps done, or you're committing to whatever it might be, and you're there, and you're present. But you're not trying to learn from every single interaction that your daily life is actually presenting to you. And to make that real in the sense of a gym, there is a much bigger difference between picking up a 20-pound dumbbell and curling that to make your bicep quite literally explode off your arm versus picking it up just to get the rep done. And most people are just picking up that dumbbell to get the rep done. And near the end of the set, they'll say, oh man, this is kind of burning a little bit. But think about this. If you quite literally had to do the work of, say, 100 reps in one rep, how would you do that? So think about this. If you had to get the work done of 100 steps, how would you do that in one step and be just as exhausted from that one step as if you'd taken 100. It's actually kind of simple. You would slow it down. You would slow it down to such a degree that you would quite literally feel every single ligament, every single muscle, every single tendon, your mind would be completely in tune. And you would get the absolute maximum amount of contraction, meaning the maximum amount of work you can max yourself out with one rep. 
And this is the exact same concept with deliberate practice. With deliberate practice, we are trying to get the absolute maximum amount out of each and every single rep versus just going through the sets just to say that we did them. Because, by the way, guys, that's still a good thing. You know, to be doing the exercise for the sake of the exercise, to be doing the repetition for the sake of the repetition, that is a highly critical piece of this. But that's just a piece of this. And more importantly, the piece of this that you need to be able to understand, at least the piece of this that I find myself working through almost every single day, is the concept of deliberate practice. So you might be asking yourself, what is deliberate practice, which we've got through, but how do I actually go about deliberate practice? How do I do it? You guys, this is not my original thoughts here, but here are a few steps for you to be able to practice with tremendous amount of deliberation, meaning that your one rep, literally your one rep, would be the equivalent of someone else's 100. And it's not easy. And a lot of the times, it isn't fun. But it's worth it. Because the lessons that you are able to learn through the deliberate practice allow for you to be able to understand what it is that you are studying at such a granular level that you become a master. These are the steps to mastery. Number one, for deliberate practice, you must have sustained an intensive practice of the skill for several hours a day. You've gotta be willing to practice this skill, this thing, for several hours every day. And going back to what we had spoken about earlier, we have to practice with the specific intention of improving, not just repeating. This is the most important part of deliberate practice, is the fact that we are going about this with the specific intention of improving and not just repeating. Thirdly, this practice, I hate to tell you guys, takes place over the course of many years. This is not an overnight success. This is not a week-long success, a month-long success. This takes years. Deliberate practice takes engaged effort every single day for years. Here's another important piece. When we're practicing deliberately, there needs to be a mechanism by which the results of what we're doing can actually be evaluated. So we need to actually be able to somehow analyze the work so that we can improve upon it. Check it out. We need to be able to actually analyze the work. So there has to be some sort of feedback system for us to be able to visit so we can say, you know what, this is what I did well, but also this is what I would have done better. And this actually ties nicely into the next idea, which is the intentional development of sophisticated feedback loops plays a massive piece in being able to practice deliberately meaning that you're going to be working on your craft. You're going to be trying to get it better each and every single day over the course of years. And you need expert eyes. You need people that have done this before, people that are in the same circle, getting eyes on what it is that you're doing. People that are five years down the line, 10 years down the line, 20 years down the line, that know exactly what it is that you're doing. And they're providing feedback. 
they're providing consistent, constant feedback about what it is that you're doing well, maybe a few pointers for what you could be improving upon, but long story short, showing you where a few of your deficiencies might be. Lastly, you're going to need appropriate recovery time. And I'm not taking, I'm not talking about just taking time off because, you know, it's time to kick the feet back like it's Corona commercial. Not the deal. Because when you're practicing deliberately, it quite literally takes every single piece of you. It takes every single piece of you. But with that, there is a tremendous amount of mental, physical, physiological strain that's associated with this. And so every single day, you've got to be able to find a way to recover. You've got to be able to find a way to lace up so the following day, hey guys, I ran 30 miles yesterday. You know what I did this morning? I was back on the streets. I was back out there with the pavement on the street and getting after it. And you know why? Because I allowed myself to have the proper recovery time, which was about 90 minutes of daytime rest and then a full night's sleep. And then I'm back. It's not about taking off a week. It's not about taking off two days, one day. It's about being consistent every day. And a part of your consistency has to be allowing yourself to recover. And that's honestly going to be one of the most challenging pieces for a lot of you guys with deliberate practice. Because you'll find yourself working and working and working, and it'll be days, it'll be weeks, it'll be the course of months, and you'll be looking up saying, man, where are my results? Or maybe you get a few results, and things feel good, and you say to yourself, you know what, I've been working hard. Time for me to enjoy the moment. And you kick your feet up. And then a few days slide by, and you recognize that you didn't take the steps that you needed to take to continue to progress. And guys, that's actually a really part of the journey, is figuring out that you're not doing the things that you say that you're doing. And you're going to go through that, and there's going to be times when initially you're going to feel bad about it, and then you might try to hide from it, you might try to forget it, but then if you come to a certain level of maturity, you're going to embrace the fact that, you know what, I have stumbled over this before. I have failed over this before, meaning I did not wholly commit to the work. But what this means for me now is that I actually have the chance to improve by doing it. That's your opportunity, guys. So don't let the fact that you want to quit keep you, or I guess, don't let the fact that you want to quit be a justification for actually quitting. Because let's face it, that's how 99.99% of people think. 99.99999% of people think. And I was quite literally thinking about this the other day, about what does it take to be exceptional. What does it take? And guys, to be exceptional requires you to be an exception to the rule with every day. And that might sound like a grandiose thing, something that's inspiring, amazing, but it's not. In fact, it's taking the daily steps every day that most people ignore because you are so focused on how recognizing that every single piece of the puzzle fits into making the masterpiece. And too many people are lazy with the work. And honestly, guys, that's what it is. It's going to be a tremendous amount of work. But the people that perfect the small details, not massive details, but people who perfect the small details, 
these are the ones who are really able to master That's what it's required to practice living. And lastly, you know, this is something um, pretty obvious. You need to be able to spend your time associated with people that work within the domain of the task. So you've got to be surrounding yourself with people that are thinking about these things, talking about these things, engaging with one another over the same ideas that you're rehearsing. And you take their ideas and you make them better. And hopefully they take your ideas and they make your ideas better and then you come back together. So guys, these were some of the critical steps required for deliberate practice. And I can promise you this, if you take these and you implement them into your life, even just one of them, you are going to see yourself in your skill level rise with whatever it is that you're working on I'm not going to say to a massive level, but you can. If you decide to apply this every single day, I think that you can change.